And we join on the line now by Mohammed Nala, analyst at NetBank Capitals. Good morning, Mohammed. Morning, Sakina. Morning to the listeners. So uh, we uh, asked you to keep an eye on those numbers for us. U.S. GDP numbers a little softer, but inflation ticks up, and that's pushing the dollar to its strongest gain since January. Yes, indeed. I mean, that, that U.S. GDP number, it's for the second quarter, a little softer than the consensus expectation. So it came in at 2.3%. The consensus was, was for 25 uh, However, the more important thing for me is the previous number was revised from a contraction of 0.2% to growth of 0.6%. Now, that, that's quite a material revision. A lot of people are very bearish on, on that first quarter in the U.S. Uh, GDP. Uh, and so that revision, for me, a lot more important than the headline number in, in the second quarter quarter GDP. It's probably also why the dollar got considerably stronger, uh, because if you superimpose that on that PCE number, uh, remember the Fed looks at that PCE or the, or the consumption expenditure number, as you discussed, there's a price index attached to that. And so they look at that as their preferred gauge of inflation, and that ticking up as well. So bo- on both counts, a fairly strong basis, I guess, for building for that Fed hike at the September meeting. And I mean, so, you know, we've said time and time again, it will be an initial hike. It's probably going to be a shallow hiking cycle, but it's a hiking cycle nonetheless. And so unfortunately, that predisposes the likes of the RAND and other emerging market currencies to significant weakness. And that's certainly what we saw come through in terms of uh, generalized weakness across the other majors and mostly emerging markets against a U.S. dollar that remains relentlessly strong. I think it's set to post its strongest gain since uh, the beginning of this year. And then, Mohammed, here at home, uh, PPI numbers are slightly below expectations? Yeah, so P- PPI will eventually, I guess, in some respects, feed into headline CPI numbers. Uh, but similar to the CPI, it was slightly softer than consensus expectations. Remember, PPI has a much more of a, a commodity slant than does uh, the CPI number. And so that came through at uh, 3.7%. Uh, it ticked up from 36 the previous month. But like I say, slightly missing on the consensus expectation side. Uh, remember, what we are expecting as we head into the tail end of this year and in the beginning of, this, uh, of next year, is the low base effect on commodities should start to work through. And so we would expect that number to tick a little bit higher uh, as we head into the latter part of this year. And then just finally, uh, Mohammed, uh, gold set to end a weakest month in two years. And, uh, of course, the, the strength of the dollar weighing on commodities as well. Yeah, this has probably been one of the most interesting stories for me. Is we've seen that gold price under massive pressure. Now, it's been failing after breaking below $1,100 an ounce. It's been trying to break back above but failing. And then yesterday we saw it under pressure and then renewed pressure in the Asian session this morning as well. A lot of this related to that stronger U.S. dollar, but also the market structure behind gold. There's a whole bunch of, of put options. There's an option structure behind it that come through around the 1080 mark. And so, yeah, that's 1080. And if that breaks to the downside, unfortunately, we could still see this pressure on the yellow metal persist. So for now, given that I am still structurally bullish on the U.S. dollar, unfortunately, that leaves me more bearish on commodities and by extension, a commodity like gold as well. Uh, And we may still see it remain pressured uh, over the near to medium term.